Hi, this is Stephanie Mencarios. Welcome back to my podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Stephanie Mencarios, on Twitter at S underscore Mencarios, and you can find my yoga class on Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y dot com. So today I want to talk about um, how so many of us, if not most of us, are addicted to feeling bad. And this might come to as a surprise to you because we're all always searching to feel good. Um, the brain is set up to help us avoid pain and gain pleasure. But we've created a loop um, of habits that release a certain set of neurotransmitters in the brain that are constantly making us feel bad. And for some of us, that means um, always coming back to depression, always coming back to anxiety, always coming back to feeling stressed, always coming back to feeling overwhelmed. And if you look at what word you generally use, like what's your go-to word when you don't feel well that you would say you use, um, whether it's with yourself, kind of like stating to yourself, or that you would tell a loved one like I'm feeling really and then what's the what follows the really what's the most common word that that you use in your vocabulary Um, and that'll give you an indication of what feeling your brain has essentially become addicted to feeling Um, and the reason we do this is usually stems from um, you know experiences in childhood where we feel a certain way and then our thermostat is set to that way of feeling and I'll talk a little bit more about that um, in this podcast but some ways just to give you examples some ways that we we self-harm and that we're addicted to that is um, by overeating and then not feeling well or not eating healthy foods and nourishing our body or by drinking or by dating people that we know are not good for us, or by letting ourselves down, that's the disappointment loop, or letting other people down. So this is a big one. So if you or um, you've noticed this behavior where you're always apologizing, or someone you know is always apologizing and always feeling like they're disappointing, or you're disappointing the people around you and you're always feeling bad, So the disappointment loop of like, I said I would do something and I didn't do it and I'm disappointed, I'm letting myself down or I'm letting someone else down. Um, And you're you're always in a position where you're like, I'm sorry, Um, I feel really bad, I'm really sorry. And you find yourself in that that position regularly. Um, You could be addicted to the disappointment um, feeling and the, the emotions that come along with the disappointment. Um, and then there's, uh, you know, by not giving our body what it needs. So enough sleep, enough sun, enough water, enough rest, enough fun. Um, by overworking, uh, prescription medication. And then there's the, the guilt loop. That's a big one. Um, so people who feel guilty about everything very similar to the disappointment loop but guilt is like every time you eat something and then you feel guilty and so we we 
we ruin our good feeling by feeling guilty after so it's like a form of punishment um, for example you really love chocolate and you eat chocolate and then you feel guilty about it and so you just took away all the pleasure of eating the chocolate instead of just allowing yourself to feel good to eat it and to enjoy it because it's a, a pleasurable sensation then you take that away by feeling guilty after um, that's just one example but the the guilt loop is a really big one so um, if you find that when things happen around you you always feel bad you always feel guilty and you almost put the blame on yourself even if it has nothing to do with you um, so that would be the guilt loop um, and then the the big one that most of us are involved in is the negative self-talk so whatever form that takes i'm not good enough i'm not worthy i'm not enough uh, i'm not lovable something's wrong with me so the belief systems that are harmful that affect um, your daily life that affect your life experience and when we have the way belief systems are formed is they're just repeated thoughts so when we think something over and over and over again it becomes a belief system um, and the good news about that is that belief systems can be reprogrammed so by switching to have healthier thoughts and there's the self-sabotage so setting unrealistic goals procrastinating um, getting close to a goal and then quitting and what all of these do so this is just to name a few of course there's many more um, but what all this do is it creates a specific set of neurotransmitters that are released in the brain and this this regular release of neurotransmitters in the brain um, sets the the temperature of the thermostat our inner thermostat and what i mean by that is we all have an internal thermostat that's set at a specific temperature and we have set that thermostat whether it was consciously or unconsciously and whatever happens in our environment we might so let's say uh, your thermostat is set at 20 degrees and that's your feeling of of always feeling you know a certain way inside that's the feeling you most commonly come back to that you you might feel good and feel amazing and you might feel really bad and then you always come back to where your thermostat is set so for some people that thermostat is set at always feeling amazing and always feeling good and for others that thermostat could be set as always feeling guilty always feeling bad always feeling anxious and and no matter what happens outside so if we use you know temperature as a, an analogy if the temperature is set at 20 and the room is at 20 degrees which is what your thermostat is set at and someone opens the door and it gets really cold inside the room what's going to happen the thermostat is set at 20 so the temperature is going to re-regulate to bring it back to 20. Same thing if you open the door and it gets really hot inside, the thermostat is set at 20, so the room is gonna set itself back to 20. And that's what we do with our internal state of being, that no matter 
what is happening on the outside so again you might start to feel really good something might happen you get really excited and then whoop you come back to how you always feel or something really bad happens and then whoop you come back to how you always feel and um, the good news is that we can adjust our thermostat now it's not necessarily an easy task um, but the first thing to do is to kind of notice start to notice what your thermostat is set at so if you um, you know one way you can do this is to keep a, a journal um, or to simply you know if that sounds too like too much work you can uh, open the notes in your phone and kind of like every day just write down maybe three ways that you felt today and do that and see which words keep coming back um, or if you know you have a lot of self-awareness you could mentally notice every day like okay I feel this way I feel this way I feel this way and like oh this is the familiar feeling that keeps coming back um, and maybe you're already aware maybe you already know what's your what's your go-to feeling um, and and so the first step is to notice. So notice how, how you feel, what your, your go-to feeling is, where your thermostat is set at. And then start to notice what's feeding that feeling. So what happens in the day uh, that causes you to feel that way? So what triggers it? Is it, um, is it something happening that happens quite often? Um, or noticing if you feel guilty, like noticing how much you apologize in the day, um, or noticing, um, you know, your patterns of, of how you operate and how you communicate with yourself in your head and how you communicate with others and what's causing you to always come back to this, this main way that you feel. And when we do that what happens is when we can catch ourselves in the moment so in the moment that the feeling is being created rather than after it's already happened and we already feel that way so if you can catch yourself in the moment and then redirect it in a way that's going to feel better so for example i'm going to come back to the chocolate example uh, so if you eat the chocolate it's delicious you know physically feels good and then the mental um, self-harm feelings of guilt come back in. So catching that and then choosing, because it's a choice. We, we directly go to how we always feel because we've programmed ourselves to be that way. And although it might feel like we're powerless in it, we're not. We actually have all the power and we can make a choice in that moment to choose a different feeling. And if you notice you feel guilty, make a choice in that moment and choose, for example, to feel proud of yourself that you chose to eat something that's delicious and that gave you a pleasurable experience and you deserve pleasure. And so telling yourself that thought instead of like, oh man, I shouldn't have eaten that, I'm gonna gain weight, um, why do I do this to myself, I'm so disgusting, or whatever happens in your head. Um, and and you want to do that so choosing a different thought and when you repeat that over and over again guess what that turns into a new belief system and so instead of feel of believing that you know eating chocolate or eating something that's delicious is 
a bad thing and that you should be punished for it, your brain is going to start to believe like, hey, you know what? I deserve to have that delicious thing and life, you know, should have pleasure and I should experience pleasure and I deserve pleasure. Uh, you're going to start to have a very different relationship with eating chocolate. And and we can do this with every every area of our life and uh, just catching the thought when it happens and noticing how that thought is harming you and then making a choice to have a different thought that's going to help you. And it might be tricky initially to do this in your head, so you can do this on paper. I think this is a, a really great mental workout that I assign to my clients um, is to write down what the harmful thought is or the damaging thought and then put an arrow and write down what a better, healthier thought would be. So I thought that would help you. And it's not about negative and positive because I don't necessarily think positive thinking is the greatest tool because that can turn into avoidance. Um, so for example, like something happens and you're like, oh no, everything's okay, everything's fine. And you think that that's a positive attitude, but that's, that's you being avoidant. Um, and not actually dealing with the situation. So I'm kind of, you know, careful with how I use positive and negative. Uh, I prefer to use like harmful and um, helpful or healthy. Uh, and if you look at what would be the healthier thing to think right now and repeat that, and we're going to create a new loop in the brain by repetition, which will create a new belief system. And those thoughts, those new thoughts you have are going to create a new set of neurotransmitters in your body because they're going to release a very different type of you know, chemical that's going to make you feel very differently than the ones that you're used to. And you're going to start to feel good. You're going to start to feel better. Um, and this is, you know, this is a huge part of what self-love is, is to start to create a different internal experience for yourself. So noticing when you feel bad, noticing what's causing you to feel bad. So what thoughts are you thinking that are causing you to feel that way, that are creating your belief systems and then making a choice. So that's the, you know, great, wonderful thing of being a human being is that we have a choice. Um, especially when it comes to our internal experience, we have a choice. And to make a choice to choose to feel better. Now, the tricky thing is you're going to notice that perhaps your ego um, will come in the way because our ego is very, very attached to how we feel. It's very attached to its perception of who you are and, um, and what you feel like. And the ego is going to become very protective over keeping you feeling in this way because it has identified as self. Um, so you might notice, for example, you, um, you know, one of the behaviors that are harmful is that you don't exercise and you eat really uh, harmful foods. And then you notice that behavior and you choose, okay, I'm going to make a better choice for myself. I'm going to start to exercise and slowly incorporate better foods into my diet. You might notice that when you do that, um, you know, you might go to the gym and then you come home and like eat everything unhealthy in your cupboard. Um, that's really common. 
And that's the the new self, you know, creating the new behavior of like, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to make a better choice for myself. And then the ego being like, no, 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 don't forget, this is what you do, you eat bad. And it's going to try to keep you very attached to your old behavior. Um, And it's going to be, you know, a pretty unpleasant battle because the ego is extremely strong. Um, But what I invite you to remember is that you are not your ego and you can take control over it. it. It takes awareness and work. But when you're able to notice that that's happening, don't think you're losing the battle because your brain is just set up that way. It's just your ego coming out to fight. Um, And the ego does that, you know, out of self-preservation. It's the same thing that happens when we argue with someone and and they bring up something that we know is true about ourselves and we feel uh, attacked. That's the ego. The ego feels attacked, wants to protect its identity, wants to hold on to its perception of itself. Um, And so just being aware of that, that that might happen. And... And in those moments, just choosing self-compassion and non-identification. And this is where meditation can be really helpful because we learn to witness instead of attach. Um, So witnessing what's happening in the mind, witnessing the ego coming forward, and then non-identifying with it, but to just observe it. I hope this was helpful. Um, please feel free to let me know and um, if you have any um, uh, recommendations or desires of things that you'd like me to talk about on a podcast please let me know Um, I would love to hear from you because I do this for all of us to benefit from including myself you know these are wonderful reminders for myself as well and um, I hope you have a wonderful day let me know how this goes thank you for listening